Good morning and welcome to Behind the Scenes here on Worcester Radio, our uh, weekly interview segment and our guest in studio, a frequent uh, visitor is Rory Lewandowski from the OSU Extension Office here in Wayne County. Rory, as always, thank you very much for taking the time and joining us here today. Appreciate the opportunity, Ron. Thanks. Well, on today's program with Rory, we're going to continue with a recap of presentations from the February Northeast Ohio Regional Dairy Conference, which took place in Worcester. Our topic today is heifer management. You remember last time we talked about calf management. So today we're talking with Rory about heifer management And Rory, right off the bat, what are some of the key concepts that someone needs to keep in mind in regard to heifer management? Yeah, well, uh, to begin, similar to previous programs, I'm going to reference uh, some of those comments and research by Mike Van Amberg of Cornell University to answer uh, many of the questions here. Uh, But there are several key concepts related to heifer management. Foremost is that heifers must continue to grow and gain weight to be productive. Uh, There's a nutritional cost to growth. Managers should use benchmarks that are based on mature weight to optimize your first lactation milk yield. And then another key concept is really that age at first calving and its impact on the cost of raising heifers and the resulting lifetime milk yield. Rory, explain that a little bit more, what you mean by the statement that there is a nutritional cost to growth. What does that mean you know, in terms of heifer management? Yeah. Well, uh, essentially, there is a, there's a hierarchy of nutrient use in the body, and that uh, hierarchy of nutri- nutrient use kind of prioritizes how nutrients are going to be allocated, especially when they are limiting. So the first priority is always to meet basic body maintenance. Uh, the next priority then, if there's sufficient nutrients, is growth. And remember, animals are going to continue to grow until their mature body weight is reached. Reproduction then is the next level of nutritional need. Uh, An animal can fail to conceive or maybe be slow to conceive if nutrients are limited. Now, however, once an animal has conceived, then growing and nourishing that fetus now becomes a priority over growth uh, if nutrients are limited. The requirements for lactation then are the last nutrient requirement to be met. So in heifer management, this really means that the manager needs to think about all these needs uh, and it means that after calving, growth is going to be prioritized at the expense of milk yield. So the bottom line here in terms of optimizing heifer productivity is that adequate nutrients must be provided to allow that heifer to continue growing all the way through gestation and through her first lactation. Rory, you mentioned benchmarks based on mature weight. What exactly are those benchmarks and how are they then used? Yeah, well, according to Van Amberg, uh, good heifer management program really centers around body weight. Uh, In particular, knowing the body weight of the heifer at various production stages as a percentage of what that animal is going to weigh when it's mature. Uh, So for example, puberty typically is going to occur at about 45% of that animal's mature weight. Breeding in pregnancy should occur at about 55 to 60% of the mature weight. And that heifer should weigh about 82% of her mature weight at post-calving as she begins her first lactation. Now, Van Amberg says that many managers are able to do a pretty good job of growing heifers to that benchmark weight percentages for breeding and maybe through the second trimester of pregnancy, but then often don't provide enough nutrients for both fetal growth and that heifer growth in the last trimester of pregnancy. So he suggests that dairy farms consider having a separate uh, late or, or third trimester pregnant group for heifers because they need a different ration. They need a ration that's going to provide, again, for that increased fetal growth and keep that heifer growing as well. 
Rory benchmarks for the heifer are based on a percentage of mature weight. How does the manager know then what the mature weight of the heifer will be in the end? You know, how are those weights being determined, I guess? So, you know, so, you know, you can say they're at 82 percent of right. you know, what they expect it to be. Yeah, Ron, that's an excellent question, because, again, we have these specific benchmarks, but uh, uh, you've, you have to be able to measure. So several times in his presentations, actually, Van Amberg mentioned that dairy farmers are, you know, generally very good at providing performance numbers for their milking cows. You know, if you ask them, they can tell you pounds of milk per day, what the peak milk production was, calving interval, you know, those types of things. But he said, typically, if he asks about numbers or metric for heifers, things like, you know, what's the mature weight, he said there's often just silence. And his point is that dairy producers need to be collecting information. You need to be monitoring your calves and heifers. So an important measurement is body weight. So you have to have some means of regular and periodic weighing. In terms of ration formulation, it's also important because Knowing body weight uh, is one of the, the metrics that rations tend to be based on. So knowing mature body weight then is based on knowing the weight of mature cows, obviously in your milking herd, that have similar genetics to that heifer. Now that mature weight then, you get that from, it's calculated and based on cow weight at the middle of the third and fourth lactations of healthy cows. So you should be you know, weighing some cows in the herd that are again in mid, in the middle of the third and fourth lactation. Van Amberg then says that one result of breeding and selecting for higher milk production is that mature weight is increased. So uh, you might think that this is the average of your herd, but if you actually weigh some cows, you might be surprised. Uh, he cited the Cornell University dairy herd as an example. In 1993, mature cow weight averaged about 1,474 pounds. In 2016, it averaged 1,777 pounds, so it increased significantly. So again, uh, these things tend to creep up over time. And again, it's hard to manage and make adjustments without measurement, and weighing heifers and mature cows provides you with some great information. Rory, I just mentioned it a moment ago. One of those weight benchmarks you said was 82% of mature weight post-calving at first lactation. It, it's not like a rounded number that's a very specific exact right. number. It's not 70, it's not 80, it's 82%. Why is that an important benchmark? Uh, and I guess to, to piggyback off that, you know, what are the consequences if you fall short of that benchmark? Yeah, and you're right. That's It is very specific and it, it's tightly linked to that uh, beginning milk production. So uh, Van Amberg says that this is the benchmark where many dairy herds actually fall short. His on-farm work indicates that in many herds, First lactation heifers are peaking at 69% of mature cow milk yield, and the goal is to peak at 80% of mature cow milk yield, and that's directly related to that body weight percentage benchmark. In order to get that 80% of peak milk yield of what the mature cows are doing, their weight has to be at 82% of the mature weight. Now, if you, you peak at 69 or 70% of mature milk yield, which many herds are doing instead of that 80%, that equates to about, obviously, an 11 to 12-pound lower peak milk yield. Now, research indicates that for every pound of peak milk, you get another total of 225 to 250 pounds of milk produced over the entire lactation. Uh, so let's just, we'll use the low end there. So let's say that you, your heifer peaks at 11 pounds lower uh, than where she should be peaking because she didn't have the right body weight. You multiply that times 225, and that tells us that you've lost at least 2,475 pounds, almost 2,500 pounds of milk production 
just as a consequence of that heifer not weighing that 82% of mature weight by her first lactation. Rory, the final key concept that you mentioned at the beginning of the program was age at first calving. What makes this a key concept to focus on, and is there a benchmark goal associated with this concept as well? Yeah. Well, age at first calving is an important concept uh, because it, it goes back to that economics. Uh, it affects the cost of raising a replacement dairy animal to the first lactation point, and it's also a factor in the lifetime milk production yield. So really, age at first calving, it's an economic indicator of how well the farm is managing its replacement program. And at that February dairy conference, Van Amberg showed several slides with an average estimated cost of somewhere in that $2,300 range for it to raise a calf to about a 25 to 25.6 month age at first calving, which is, uh, tends to be typical on, on some farms. Now, the most cost-effective age at first calving was actually 22 months uh, due to a couple factors. First, it reduced the cost of raising that heifer from that $2,300 per animal figure to down to about 2,000, so a fairly significant saving. Second, those heifers that calved at 22 months tended to have higher milk production. So finally, uh, Van Amberg also showed, showed some research out of Wisconsin that had analyzed 69,000 heifers, so a, a pretty big study here. Heifers with a first calving age of 22 months had a longer herd life and produced more total lifetime milk as compared to heifers that entered that milking string at later ages. Now, however, remember that the crucial point in all of this is that these heifers reached this 22 to 3, 23 months of age at first calving at 82% of their mature weight post-calving because, again, they need to produce 80% of the peak milk yield of those mature cows in order to make you uh, have the chance of making some economic return. All right, Rory, as we get ready to wrap up today's program, any final comments you'd like to go over? Sure. So quoting Van Amberg again, he said, Remember, the heifer replacement program is a cost, and the only way to reduce the impact is to lower the time to calving and optimize the lactation yield and productivity over that lifetime. So again, it's going to re if you do that, you're going to require fewer replacement animals per year, so the farm also needs to be thinking about how it manages its heifer inventory in order to gain that financial advantage. Well, Rory, you always cover a lot of topics, a lot of information when you come in. If anybody wants to find out more or maybe go over more in depth some of the things they heard about today, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, they can contact me at the Wayne County Extension Office at 330-264-8722. And again, I'll remind folks that uh, these broadcasts are also available in the podcast format, uh, courtesy of WQKT Radio, if uh, you need to listen to them again. All right, Rory, as always, thanks again for coming in. You're welcome. Thank you, Ron. Once again, our guest in studio today from the OSU Extension Office here in Wayne County, Rory Levandusky will step aside for a quick break. More on the way. We'll check in with your area weather forecast up next.